Welcome to Brand by Design with your host, certified BG5 business consultant, myself, Ashley Brianna Eve. The goal of this podcast is to help you create a clear, consistent, creative personal brand to help you stand out and get paid for what you are best at. If you are ready to leverage your unique expertise and build a highly profitable, personally fulfilling business, this is the place. Without further ado, let's get started. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast, everyone. I am always honored and just mind blown that so many people care to tune in and hear what I have to say. So when I say thank you, please know it really is from the bottom of my heart because I do understand there are so many choices out there and you've chosen to hang out with me on Brand by Design. There's a couple things I actually want to go over today. Number one, the next round of Brand by Design 101, which is my signature course, this is the last time I'm planning on having any live components to it, which includes two live Q&As for three months. So you get six Q&As live with my help, applying the information to your brand and integrating the information from the pre-recorded trainings into your brand. That goes down January 15th, I believe is Monday. On the 12th, you'll gain access to the Facebook group. So if you've been on the fence, this is the last planned time to join Brand by Design 101, which is an entire brand by design, pretty simple title, course to help you build your brand by design so you stand out and sell out with the right people, the people you're meant to serve, doing the things that you love to do and that you're great at. Sounds pretty good, right? So you can join me in BBD 101, I'll put the link in the show notes. It's been a really soft launch for this one as I've just been, I mean, starting multiple businesses, doing all the things and making sure that I'm protecting my energy. So we did a soft launch instead of a go all in launch. So it'll be a smaller, more intimate group. And I would love to have you in there if that is your next step. Number two, this is off topic for the podcast episode today. But it was such a great question in my mastermind and I wanted to bring my answer here for you. Now it's not an answer that people want to hear. I'm going to be honest with that. It's not an answer that's popular and it's not an answer that sells. (laughs) I'll be honest. And that has been my brand is saying the things that aren't popular, saying the things that go against the grain and that sometimes people just simply don't wanna hear. And I've always known that it's a detriment to sales my brand and yet, I refuse to be someone that's saying things that aren't true. I refuse to be someone that's saying something just for a sale. So the question in the mastermind was, is it like this? Does it have to be like this? Is it work? Is it hard work building a brand and building a business? And the answer no one wants to hear usually is, yeah, it's hard. It's hard fucking work. It will bring you to your knees at times. It's going to challenge you beyond what you think you can actually handle at times. And there is really no end place. I think where a lot of people believe one day it's just like, I just lean back and do nothing. That's not the case unless you have staff in place. That's not the case unless you have funnels in place and a long-term vision in place. That's why I'm so adamant about create a clear, consistent brand that stands out. Because when you build a clear, consistent brand that stands out, over time it gets easier. Not easy, however easier. And if you desire to continue to scale and yourself step away more over time, 
You can hire the staff. You can hire the ads experts that runs your ad on autopilot. You can hire the OBMs, the VAs, the assistants, et cetera, et cetera, the videographers. You can hire all of the people. However, I think where a lot of the suffering comes from in business is people believe, you know, and ultimately the responsibility also lies on a lot of people marketing this is that you can just show up, say you have an offer and make bank and build a brand. And it gets to be easy because you just leaned back and followed your design and you told people what you were doing. And that's simply not the case. I do believe it gets easier over time, yet it gets easier over time because you have a clear brand. It gets easier over time because you have a consistent message that consistently stands out. And it's not to say you don't ever falter, guys. You do. You know, I've been through a long season of what the fuck. <laughs> a long season of what? Am, where is my brand going long term? Is this even the direction I want to be in? Is this even what I want to be doing long term? That's okay. That happens. I'm not saying it's about perfection. I'm not saying you get to an exalted place where all of a sudden everything's easy peasy lemon squeezy and you always know the right thing to do. You're always making the right decisions. You're always saying the right thing saying the right thing? Of course not. I mean, I'd also be, I'm a six line. I'm meant to show you what it's all about. I'm meant to show you, be the living example of what it's about. So yes, it does get easier over time, but it gets easier because you have a clear, consistent brand. Someone did not make $30,000 from one post. They did not make $30,000 in one month because they simply decided. They made that because they had a clear brand and they can continue to show up consistently over the course of years. And that compound effect, that consistency, that holding themselves to the fire of discipline has paid off. So I know it's not something popular to say. I know it's probably not what you want to hear. And ultimately, BG5 makes it easier because it gives you an x-ray into you. It gives you an x-ray into managing your team and leveraging your strengths and how you're meant to be seen. It makes it easier. Yet I never want to be the person in front of you saying it gets easy simply because you know your design or simply because you decided or simply because you showed up. Where I believe the suffering comes from and something I say to people all the time in my offers is you need to decide what your long-term vision is. Do you want to be part of the 1%? And believe it or not, the 1% is even those making six figures a year in their business. Do you want to be a part of the 1%? If you want to be a part of the 1%, you need to do 1% things. You need to be thinking differently than 99% of the population. You need to put yourself in places that you're challenged around people that are also doing that, that are challenging themselves, growing, working on their mindset, pushing for goals that they believe in, and ultimately thinking differently, being differently, and doing differently than 99% of the population. And this is why I love masterminds. This is why even at this stage of my journey, I still purchase memberships or group courses to be a part of because you get to be around like-minded people that are doing the thing. Because a lot of us, myself included, 
don't have a lot of people in our day-to-day -day life that are in this type of crazy world, building empires, building legacies online, creating success that goes against the grain. And so that's why I'm such a big believer and in Branded by Design 101. That's why I have a Facebook group so you can be around people doing the same thing as you, pushing for goals that 99% of the population doesn't have the courage to go for. And here's the thing, there's two more things I wanna say about this. Number one, there is nothing wrong with saying you don't want to grow a brand. There is nothing wrong with saying this is kind of for fun, it's a side hustle, I have my corporate career, I might job and I help some people. If one person signs up a year, it's totally fine. If one person signs up for my course, it's totally fine. As long as it's not a self-sabotage pattern and as long as it's not I'm settling because you're letting fear, for example, stop you or you're letting trauma that you've been holding on to stop you. As long as it's truly your deepest desire, there's nothing wrong with that. The disconnect comes from people saying they want something and not matching it with the action. And the final thing I'm going to say here is there's been a really big push in the last couple of years, which is falling apart, of just lean back, just allow the message to be the message. Don't worry about X, Y, and Z. Just hold the vibe. Here's something I want you to sear into your brain because this is really important. The best people at selling you don't realize you are being sold to. So those people that have a message where it feels like, I'm not even being sold to, man, I just wanna be in this person's energy. It's just expansive and they say the right thing and they're always speaking, it feels like directly to me. That, my friend, is sales psychology. And that person has mastered it at a level where it is so effortless, you don't know you're being sold to. The best people at sales, their audience, their community does not know they're being sold to and do not feel like they're being sold to. And that comes from the skill of sales. That comes from the skill of sales psychology. That's something they built up over time. And I do believe some people are more natural at sales. However, I also believe that is a skill that everyone can develop. I mean, if you want a little bit of a nugget, a golden nugget, when I was in Australia, part of my job working for Greenpeace, Amnesty International, and WISPA was raising funds, fundraising. And I was horrible at it. I was so horrible, my manager left me crying in Melbourne one day because I got like wrung out for sucking so bad at sales. I also got fired from Good Life Fitness as a personal trainer and from a bank when I was in my master's, both because I wasn't hitting my sales targets. And I really believe it's because I just didn't believe in the things that I was selling for other people necessarily. I didn't like putting other people under pressure to buy. So one of the skills I consciously developed over the years was one, building a brand I believe in, building a brand on something I'm passionate about, but also understanding and learning, this is how I got into copywriting and marketing back when I started my brand Stronger, also where I started learning branding and building a powerful brand. I will say, yes, I do believe that sales psychology can be used in a negative way, it can be used in a manipulative way because you are speaking to people's subconscious, and it can be used in a way that is helping create a clear message and communicate with the right people, clearly communicate with the right people so that you're able to get your message heard. Because make no mistake, people that are making sales understand how to sell, even if it seems like they don't. 
All right, so that's all I wanted to say about that is, yes, it's gonna be hard to build a brand. It gets easier over time, especially when you're building backwards from a big vision, a big goal. And it gets easier over time because of a clear, consistent message. And it gets easier over time when, if you desire, you're hiring the support staff to take over certain aspects of the brand. And ultimately, it gets easier over time because you held your feet to the fire of having a CEO mindset, of developing yourself from the inside out and creating an unshakable mind that even in the hard times, even when you're triggered, even when it seems like it's not going to work out, you keep going. Okay. I could say more on that, but that's totally off topic. And I think I just rambled for 12 minutes about it. it has nothing to do with what I want to talk to you guys about today. But again, it was just such a great question. And I know a lot of people just don't want to hear the answer to that. So I put it at the start of an episode on a topic that I know people want to hear about. <laughs> sneaky, sneaky, right? No, but honestly, because I want to see you succeed. Something I said in the mastermind group chat today I said, I believe in each of you so freaking much. And the changes always stick that much more when the answers come from within. And seeing my mastermind clients build proof that they can do hard things, build proof that they have the answers within, build proof that they know who they're meant to serve and the brand they want to build based off of their unique genius, based off what they're best at, that is the breakthrough. And so when we train ourselves to think in a new way, when we train ourselves to see differently, to build the skills of being a CEO, which we weren't taught in school, it's going to be hard. It's going to be tough work. But I know, same thing I said to them, I know that you can do it. I know you have the power. And I want you, yes, you listening, and yes, each of my clients in my mastermind as well, to be part of the 1%. If that's what you desire, I want you to be successful. I want you to kick ass in your industry. I want you to be able to do the things you want to do in this world. And that requires a new version of you. That requires a version of you you have not yet accessed. That requires actions, behaviors, thought patterns, and identities that you haven't even scratched the surface on yet. But believe in yourself. Because no matter how much someone external believes in you, if you don't believe in you, you're never going to see the success that you're meant for. That's possible for you. All right, <laughs> I keep getting off track. It's such something, it's something I'm just so passionate about. All right, let's talk about profit centers today. This is something that month three of Branded by Design 101, my signature course is built off of. And I wanna just break down for you how the body graph works in making sales and how the body graph works in speaking to the right people. One thing I want to say first, you differentiate yourself and teach through your definition. You teach through your definition because those are your strengths. Anywhere that is defined in your body graph, that is an inherent strength you have. And that's what we teach. And that's how we help people in our offers. We sell through our openness because that's where you are wise. Now, for example, this is a very basic bitch example, but what I'm going to use, if you are a projector helping a generator, you are working with a generator, the most basic example I can give is you help us because you have an undefined sacral, you help us use our energy properly. 
So just because, let's use me as an example, just because I have a defined sacral does not mean I am using my energy properly. In fact, most people <laughs> as generators and manifesting generators are saying yes to the things they never had energy for in the first place and then they quit. So they say yes to something. So for example, I have an open solar plexus. I might say yes to something because I'm afraid of triggering someone's emotional wave or I don't want to rock the boat. So I tell myself, oh, you know, yeah, this would be a good opportunity. It, it'll make everyone happy. Just do it. So you get into something as a generator MG and you never had the energy for it in the first place because it wasn't correct for you in the first place. You realize after you said yes to it that you never had energy for it and you quit. And this is where I see a lot of generators and manifesting generators sabotaging their business and burning it down over and over and over and over again because they're getting into directions in business or they're creating offers in business for things they never had the energy for in the first place, for things that were never correct for them in the first place. Now, and this is very rudimentary, basic. It is, of course, more complicated than that based on your design if we're using the generator and where they get off track or the projector and how they help. However, the basic way of looking at this is, well, the projector comes in, they see you down to your G center, down to your core identity, and they help guide your energy into the way it's meant to be used so that you can stop quitting. And they do that through the wisdom of their undefined or open sacral. So they sell through the undefined sacral, but they guide you through their definition. All right. So for example, if you have someone that has the channel of struggle, they're a projector channel of struggle, so the undefined sacral. Again, it's so much more complicated than just looking at one or two pieces. But for argument's sake, I want to give you an example. We have a projector with a channel of struggle, undefined sacral. Well, they can help a generator figure out what's worth fighting for and how to use their energy correctly in finding what's worth fighting for, right? Because the 28 to 38 is going to be the channel struggle. That's a strength of them. Now, a lot of people are also using their channel struggle incorrectly by believing that just means their life is full of struggle. Everything's a struggle. Business is a struggle. Brand building is a struggle. Working for a company you hate is a struggle. Relationships are a struggle if you're going to stay in them long term. Hobbies are a struggle. Sports are a struggle. Everything is a struggle. The question is, what is worth struggling for? And the projector, undefined sacral with the channel of struggle is someone that can really powerfully help see within the generator what is worth struggling for so that they're using their energy properly and not quitting and not burning out. So this is something that's so important that we understand. You sell through your openness and you leverage your strengths to teach. This is something, this is why money and selling is actually month three in Branded by Design 101 because we need to figure out your strengths first. We need to figure out your positioning. Month one is powerful positioning. We need to figure out who you're talking to. I teach you guys through your body graph. Without knowing that, we don't know the money piece because we need to know who we're talking to first. We need to know the positioning of your brand. We need to know the products and pathways for the people that you're meant to serve. That's why money is month three. That's why I typically wait until someone has a grasp and understanding and is showing up powerfully 
through their strengths before we worry about the openness. So I hope that makes sense. I hope that example, let me know, tag me on Instagram, Ashley Brianna Eve. I took the IM out. So it's Ashley Brianna Eve feels a little bit more professional (laughs) and, you know, send me a DM. Let me know if that helped you that example, because there's so much confusion I find over the selling through the openness because people think, well, just because it's defined that someone's using it correctly. If I have it open, how do I actually help someone that has a definition? Just because someone has a definition does not mean they are using it correctly. Generators are such a powerful example. Most generators are getting into things they never had the energy for in the first place and they're quitting. So when we're looking at the body graph, I like to look at the centers as profit potential centers. Yes, gates and channels are as well. It's very um, nuanced based on everyone's unique design. However, even with clients in Brand by Design 101 or newer clients to me, we start with the centers, right? We don't want we don't want to go in the depth. I find it just confuses people, overwhelms people if we go into the depths too early. That's even something not taught. You know, don't do it BG5 and at the International Human Design School. Keep it on the surface until people are ready for the depths because. Ultimately, I want you to get results. I want you to move your brand forward and too much information often causes the opposite. So when we're looking at the nine profit centers, those are centers of wisdom when they're undefined. When they're defined, they are your strengths. It is consistent energy that you experience. When we're looking at healthy amplification, so you are amplifying the energy you are bringing in through your open centers at 200%, that is wisdom. You go to school through your undefined centers, through your undefined gates, through sampling, not just other people's energy where they're defined there, but the neutrino field. You gain a depth that someone can't necessarily get when it's defined there. It's almost being like a little bit bullheaded if you have the definition. It's just, you know, how you are. So breaking it down, we're going from the top down. I want to let you guys know what you are selling through each one. We go into more depth within Branded by Design 101, but I want you to start getting a feel for this. The head center, you are selling inspiration. Now, done incorrectly, when you sell inspiration, people just find you inspiring and they're not buying from you. Especially if you're a six line, they might see you as just their new bestie, right? And they're going off and hiring someone else. So it is a little bit more nuanced than that. However, ultimately you are selling inspiration. This is something I talked about on the mastermind call today, how I combine each client's profile with their unique head center, undefined or open head center to have them create powerful positioning within their brand and a powerful marketing message. I'm a big fan of profile. It's something we really pull apart and branded by design. The Ajna is conceptualization in BG5. It's not called the Ajna in BG5 because we're looking at from business. It's conceptualization. You are selling certainty. Now you can see the flip side. If you are caught in the shadow or what we call in BG5, the distraction, we don't call it the not self, but the distraction in BG5, you can see how if you have an undefined Ajna and you're always trying to be certain, you're going to create static. If you're always trying to be certain, if you're always trying to have all the answers, there isn't wisdom there because you're getting caught up in the stories of the distractions and the not self. This very much, I like to call it an open mind when you have an open Ajna. You're open to things. And if you're trying to be rigid, 
you're going to have a hard time selling certainty to the defined Ajna. The defined Ajna, let them try to be certain about things. <laughs> let them be bullheaded. You are meant to have more of that open mind. You are selling certainty to the defined Ajna. The throat center, undefined throat, this is called communication and action in business. You are selling, getting attention. Now, this is something Ross said. He's He was very specific about the undefined throat. And he said, selling, getting attention is usually painting another layer on the not self, right? Because these days, if I teach you how to get attention on TikTok, you're likely doing things that you think you have to, need to, should, rather than what's correct for you. So I like to look at the undefined throat, which is communication and action, is helping someone through your wisdom, helping the defined throat find the right way to communicate, the right action to take in their brand, for example, if you're a branding coach or in the relationship, if you're a relationship coach, but you're helping someone through the undefined throat with communication and action. Through the undefined G-Center, this is identity and direction. It is not the G-Center in business. Well, you're selling love, you're selling direction, you're selling identity. Now, this is where I find a lot of confusion was created in the online space, whether intentionally or not. Undefined G-Centers were selling calibrate to me. Come in my space, calibrate to me. Well, that sounds great to someone that's looking for identity and direction. It, so it sounds great, especially to the defined G-Center that's like, ah, I've always wanted to be a part of the cool kids table. I've always wanted to fit in. I've always wanted that type of identity, right? Because again, just because someone has a defined G-Center does not mean they're using the energy correctly. And I feel a lot of the marketing we've seen over the last couple of years of calibration has come through people selling through an undefined G-Center, selling that love, selling that direction, selling that identity. Now, the one example I want to give here is I have a defined G-Center and for most of my life, I had the rebel without a cause identity where I didn't need help. I didn't want help. I would move cities a lot so I didn't create deeper connections with people. I was even moving overseas and that rebel without a cause identity followed me for a long time. It really felt like who I was and it was an undefined G-Center and working with an undefined G-Center coach who really helped me, it was a projector, projector as well, really helped me go deep and understand that that actually wasn't who I was. And so they helped me find my true identity and direction. And that was just invaluable. And again, I have a defined G-Center. And if anything, it felt even more like me because I was defined. So to have someone, an undefined center, help me and guide me in finding my true identity and direction was, like I said, completely invaluable. The ego is called willpower in business, and this is selling worthiness and improvement. The self-development industry is huge through the ego. And something I wanna say is, yes, any of these can be used for good or bad. Any, just like sales psychology, any of these can be used to poke at someone's wounds or to empower someone into change, just like sales psychology. The So that's your willpower, selling worthiness, self-improvement, the improvement industry, self-improvement, self-development. The emotional intelligence is your solar plexus in BG5. This is selling pleasure through truth. Your personal truth could be one. It's selling clarity. If you have an undefined solar plexus, you're selling that emotional clarity even to the defined solar plexus. 
the undefined splenic center. This is your survival instinct in business. We don't call it a splenic center in business. We call it your survival instinct. This is selling feel good by letting go. Now, I want to tell you guys something, and this is something I share in my mastermind as well. I have a defined splenic center, and when I was in business within the fitness industry, I spent a lot of time trying to sell people, let go, feel better by letting go of the fad diets. I have a defined splenic center, remember, and what do you sell if you have an open or undefined splenic center, survival instinct? You sell letting go. So I spent a lot of time in my fitness career trying to sell, trying being the operative word, to sell feel good by letting go. And sure, I made sales, but they were harder than they needed to be to get. And ultimately, it wasn't the right people I was meant to work with. It really felt forced even working with the individuals I was bringing on into my business. Now, it does not mean that I could not sell fitness with a defined splenic center. We do see a lot of health and fitness professionals selling through their undefined splenic center if they're in the health and fitness field, but you don't have to have an undefined splenic center to sell fitness. What I shifted and what opened up my business and opened up my messaging was I stopped trying to sell people let go and I started selling people find pleasure through clarity on the diets that are right for you. And ultimately I never taught diets. <laughs> I thought, find what works for you ultimately. So I sold feel pleasure, experience pleasure through the clarity of what's right for you. And as soon as I shifted from let go what doesn't work for you to find clarity in what works for you, which is selling through my open solar plexus, the business opened up. And so sometimes it is simply that minute of a shift that we make that really opens up the business. The resource, or sorry, energy resource is the sacral in BG5. And this is selling stop quitting. <laughs> like I said, you're a projector or a manifester or a reflector, helping the generator or manifesting generator use their energy correctly so they can stop quitting. The root is called drive and stamina in business in BG5. This is selling freedom, freedom from pressure. If you have an undefined or open root, they're helping people be free from the pressure. And that can be a really powerful one as well. In today's day and age, it's endorphins, it's adrenaline with the undefined root or defined root, the root in general, and helping people find that freedom from that. I have a lot of clients that are somatic experiencing coaches that sell through their undefined root, that freedom from the pressure to blank, maybe freedom from pressure to prove themselves through the undefined ego and undefined root as an example. Now, when we look at the unhealthy distractions or shadows of the undefined centers, this is where people get really caught up in what human design itself calls the not self. And in the not self, you create static, which negatively impacts clear communication. All right, so let's dive into what that looks like, the unhealthy distractions of the open centers or undefined centers. Through the head center, the inspiration, you're caught in doubt, you're caught in confusion, and you're losing focus, thinking about things that don't matter. Now, I just want you to put yourself in those shoes and imagine if you are here through your undefined head center to inspire others and sell inspiration to others. 
imagine the frequency that's being put out and transmitted to people when you are stuck in doubt, confusion, and being distracted by everything around you. Your energy will speak before you do. Therefore, that distraction caught within overwhelm, within doubt, and losing focus is being transmitted to others, regardless of what you're saying. And this is something I teach in my copywriting and marketing membership is your frequency speaks before you do. And that is why someone can have the quote unquote perfect copywriting or perfect marketing message and their message isn't landing with people. In the undefined or open Ajna, again, remember that's conceptualization, you become mentally defensive, pretending you are certain. And this can also cause issues with people seeking out more certifications or more skills, depending on openness or definition in your chart, more depth to pretend they are certain or to prove that they are certain through their undefined Ajna. Now remember, if you are helping other people with finding certainty in their conceptualization, if you are mentally defensive and in this my way or the highway mindset through your conceptualization or your undefined Ajna, imagine the frequency that is putting out to those around you and how that is impacting your brand and your message. Now, the defined Ajna is meant to be mentally certain and that is the frequency they're meant to put out through their unique definition. As the undefined or open Ajna, you are here almost like a sponge to ideas and concepts and frameworks, tasting and testing those ideas, frameworks and concepts. So you're open to the wisdom, helping the defined Ajna find theirs. And of course, there's going to be nuances based on your unique design. And that's, of course, what I specialize helping my clients with. With the undefined throat, when we're looking at the unhealthy distractions or shadows of it, again, that's communication and action. This is talking too much, trying to attract attention. And how this tends to show up is in conjunction with other open centers. So for the undefined throat and undefined ego, maybe you are talking a lot and trying to attract attention so that you can prove your worthiness, prove that you're good enough to other people. Maybe you are talking a lot and trying to attract attention, whether good or bad attention, to pretend you're certain. And maybe you feel, you know, if you ramble on longer and you talk longer and you talk louder and you're the loudest one in the room, people will know that you are certain. However, just keeping in mind that it's not using your voice in a way that's aligned for you, but essentially talking, saying things, communicating and taking action solely for the end goal of getting attention or drawing attention to yourself. The undefined G center, identity and direction. This is role confusion. I mean, what undefined open G centers can feel this? Now, like I said, there is that expression of the defined G center. It's going to feel different where it's like a consistent identity that maybe doesn't actually fit you. However, through the undefined G center, you have this role confusion of who am I? Where do I go? What do I do? Where do I find my identity? Where do I find my direction? Who can I go to to find my identity? Who can I go to to find my direction? And through the wisdom, when it's open or undefined, you're sampling people's identities. So you can help the defined G center 
claim theirs, own theirs. Now, it doesn't mean you don't have a set identity, and I think this is where a lot of undefined or open G centers really get it confused and overthink it. It doesn't mean that you don't have an identity. You are open to amplifying other people's identities. So it may actually take a longer deconditioning period to really find out who are you under the hundreds or thousands of identities and directions you've been amplifying for 30, 40 years. The undefined ego, willpower, there's this overcompensating to prove yourself, making promises to prove yourself. And it can also come with this feeling of worthlessness or not good enough. Imposter syndrome is another big one with the willpower. And that, of course, when you are here through your undefined willpower, which is your undefined ego, when you are here to help people find their worthiness, to help people find what is correct promises to make, just as two examples, imagine the frequency you're putting out when you yourself are caught in overcompensating. When you're help here to help other people, stop overcompensating. When you're here to help other people feel worthy, and one of the things I hear often in the coaching industry is, well, I can help other people with it, but I struggle with it myself. There's two pieces to this. Now, number one, we are all on a consistent journey. And it's not like you get to some exalted place where your openness never creates a distraction. That's not what I'm insinuating, that you should never be distracted. You should never have a shadow. You should never overcompensate. You should never not feel good enough. I mean, the reality is you're human and you're having a human experience. That's going to happen. However, if you fundamentally cannot feel worthy about yourself and do not feel worthy about yourself and do not feel good enough to guide others, lead others, or whatever the case may be, that's probably a core issue in your business because your energy speaks before you do. And if you aren't confident and what you do, if you aren't confident in being the fucking best at what you do, it's people are going to feel that. And especially through that undefined ego, because when we sell, remember, your undefined or open centers are your profit centers. And when we sell through those centers with the undefined ego, which is willpower, you are using the wisdom you've gained through going to school in your life through that center to sell because we attract what activates us, meaning you're going to attract the definition. And again, to reiterate, because I want this to be so clear, just because someone has something defined does not mean they're using it correctly. The undefined solar plexus, emotional intelligence, when you're in the not self, when you're in the unhealthy, distracted shadow, you are avoiding confrontation and truth. You're beating around the bush, you're touchy, you're nervous, you're defensive. And there can also be a lot of fear there. It's a fear, all of our awareness centers, splenic center, ajna, and solar plexus are also containing our fear. The emotional fears are there. And if it's completely open, you might not even know how to feel. You're just so overwhelmed. And again, when we start to add the distractions and shadows of the different centers together, you can imagine how these interplay, right? So in the undefined solar plexus, you might be touchy and nervous, avoiding confrontation and truth, and then through the undefined head center, because of that, you're getting lost in doubt and confusion on what your identity really is through the undefined G center. 
who am I, you know, the perfect entrepreneur, the perfect CEO that never triggers anyone, that never rocks a boat. Who is that person? And then is this good enough? I don't know. You know, I have doubt around that. Is that the right direction? I don't know. I have confusion around that. And you end up in a little bit of a, a rat's nest of the openness. And a part of the work I do with my clients in masterminds and one-on-one is untangling that. And that's why I'm really passionate about my holistic human design packages as well, where we focus on deconditioning because it is a process as well. There's two pieces to this. One, you can make the decision today. You're never half in, half out. You can make the decision today and go on the journey of deconditioning or healing your trauma, working on your mindset to become more grounded in who you be. So it's both and for me, it's always both and. You can make the shifts now, you can decide now, allow clarity to come as you go, and also do the work that allows you to become more grounded, more secure, more confident, and have more courage to prevent the self-sabotage patterns from playing out in your business and life. The Undefined Splenic Center is the survival instinct, and the unhealthy distraction and shadow is unable to let go of things, being inflexible and to a detriment to one's health as well. And it can very much be with that undefined splenic center, I will die on this hill. (laughs) I will hold on to this and even if it kills me, I will hold on to this. And it can again, combine with different open centers with maybe the undefined ego. You know, I'm going to hold on to this even if it kills me because I'm gonna prove maybe undefined Ajna, I'm going to prove that I'm certain. I'm going to show them. And it ends up putting you in the hospital. Next up is the undefined sacral, the energy resource. This is not knowing when enough is enough, being overzealous, and essentially burning out through that undefined sacral. Now imagine, and again, I want you to just imagine you're in these shoes. We sell through our openness. We teach and guide others through our definition. This is month one that we go through your definition in Brand by Design 101. So imagine you are stuck in the not self of your sacral. You don't know when enough is enough. You keep over committing to things to maybe prove yourself through your undefined ego. You keep saying yes to things that you know you don't have the energy for. And yet what you're meant to sell is stop quitting, stop overextending yourself through the undefined sacral. Know when enough is enough. How do you sell the generator and manifesting generator on I can help you stop quitting because I can help you use your energy properly when the generator can feel just being in your energy that you are not using your energy properly. And that's why it's so important, the most important part of sales is you being in the healthy amplification of your open centers. And again, this is so important. It does not mean that you have to be perfect. It does not mean that you always have to get it right. It does not mean that you can't ever mess up. (laughs) You're human, it's going to happen. It is okay, I promise you. I think that's one of the biggest things with building a brand online is being okay with failing publicly and failing a lot publicly and making mistakes and being okay with doing that publicly. I think that's one of the biggest things that holds people back in building a brand. They're waiting until it's perfect. They're waiting until they have the quote unquote right thing. And there's never a right thing. You're going to mess up, it's going to be public. And I promise you, you will survive. 
I've worked with many clients who have had massive cancellation attempts against them. And I've had that myself over the years. And this work with BG5 and human design helps with that groundedness. Doing things that you believe in definitely helps support you in those times of people challenging you because you believe in it. It's a lot easier to be thrown off base when you're just saying things through the not self of your undefined throat to get attention, to try and attract attention, to prove yourself through the undefined ego. And then you're trying to do all the right things. You're trying to be perfect. You're trying to have people like you through the undefined solar plexus and people still don't like you. And people still say shit about you. And people are still trying to cancel you. It's a lot harder to stay grounded when you are operating through the distractions because through the unhealthy distractions and shadows, you're trying to be something that you're not. You're trying to hold up a mask of something you're not. And no matter what, especially in today's cancel culture and especially in the shift of the cross plane and the cross of sleeping phoenix, the reality is there's going to be people that aren't going to like you. There's going to be people that challenge you. And with the internet, everyone has an opinion. So doing something I firmly believe that you believe in, operating correctly through your design, where you have the healthy amplification of your centers, and of course your definition, your openness through the gates and channels, it gives you that extra almost rootedness, if you will, in those moments where you fail publicly or people try to cancel you. The root, (laughs) I didn't do the root, drive and stamina. In the unhealthy distraction and shadow, you're going to feel constant pressure. And the problem with the undefined root is you feel that constant pressure and it never goes away, right? So you work faster to get things done, but maybe your boss just puts more stuff on your plate. You feel under pressure. You're always in a hurry to get things off your plate in your business. However, you're operating through the unhealthy distraction and shadow. So you just keep adding more things to your plate. (laughs) So you never actually feel free. Now imagine... Again, if you're here through your undefined route to sell freedom and you aren't free, your energy speaks before you do, 100% of the time. So it's looking at where am I caught in these distractions? Where am I caught in the shadow? It's not about never getting in there. It's about the discernment, noticing when you are and making those shifts. Where am I caught and how in this moment, what are tangible steps I can take to begin operating correctly? What are tangible steps I can take to utilize my energy properly? And there are tangible steps and as well, you can also go on that deconditioning journey. You can, and I highly recommend doing mindset work every single day. Surround yourself with people that challenge you. Surround yourself that with people that are stretching themselves and going for big goals just like you. There are tangible things you can do every single day And you can also make the decision and hold your feet to the fire of this is who I need to be to achieve what I want to achieve. No one's forcing you to go for the big goals. No one's forcing you to be one part of the 1%. No one's forcing you to build a business. You've decided, you've opted in. And like I said earlier in this episode, once you decide, once you opt in, it requires a new identity from you. It requires you to show up, to think, to be different. And one of those ways we need to show up and be different is starting to really look at, hold a mirror up to our centers and see them as one profit centers of wisdom you hold from going to school 
in life through your openness and also being honest with self in where you are getting caught in the unhealthy distractions. And there's some centers it's easier to admit to self that we're doing it rather than others. With an undefined Ajna or even a defined Ajna, the mentally defensive mindset, and don't get me wrong, the defined Ajna can operate incorrectly as well if we're using this one as an example. The defined Ajna is going to have a very fixed way of thinking about things and so it can be very bullheaded in regards to that. Like this is the right way of seeing it. This is the right way of doing it. And with the defined Ajna in an unhealthy state, people with the defined Ajna can always speak their mind, but they make decisions there as well, right? They're very comfortable speaking their mind because they're certain about things, whether it's just trying to prove themselves maybe through their undefined ego with the defined Ajna or whatever the case may be in their design, but they're also making decisions there. I'm going to do this or that because blank. And there can be, with the defined Ajna in the unhealthy state, a feeling of being inadequate or like almost hypocrites because they don't follow through on their word. And with the defined Ajna, the person become over-reliant on their mind and spend a lot of energy obsessing about thoughts and decisions. So again, just because you have something defined does not mean you are using it correctly. However, if you have the undefined Ajna, you are here to help the defined Ajna experience the healthy state of their Ajna. And the healthy state of the Ajna is, of course, speaking their mind and thinking in a very specific way. However, finding those concepts, frameworks, or way of thinking that's correct for them. Because just because it's defined does not mean they're thinking in a way that's actually correct for them. They could be thinking through the not-self mind of their open centers. And then when the defined Ajna conceptualizes in a specific way, they inspire others to think in certain ways. They, they use their minds to process data, to create, and to be the outer authority for others. And believe it or not, the defined Ajna actually conditions the mental field. So the undefined Ajna has such a powerful responsibility here to help the defined Ajna be in that healthy state, to utilize their mind in a way that is inspiring others and creative and processing information in a unique way for themselves. And the undefined Ajna, through your wisdom of having it undefined, through the wisdom of having an open mind, helps the defined Ajna with that. And ultimately, we are, you know, I hear often in business, I don't want to network, like I just want to like do my own thing. We are tribal beings regardless of our, de regardless of our design, whether you have tribal circuitry or not, we are tribal beings. We are beings that work best around others. And I mean, really isolation is a form of torture, literally a form of torture for people. Sensory deprivation is a form of torture. We are meant to be experiencing the world. We are meant to be interacting with others. We are meant to be in and out of others' auras. We are meant to network regardless of your design. And one of the beautiful ways we can see how we're meant to network, who we're meant to network with, who we're meant to be in partnership with in business or personal relationships, 
how we're meant to sell so that we're attracting people that we're meant to work with is through our definition and openness. You attract that which activates you. All right, my friends. So I hope this gave some clarity around sales and around speaking to the right people, utilizing your body graph. The number one takeaway I want you to take from this is where are you stuck in your openness and how can you begin creating practical steps to using your openness as a place of wisdom rather than distraction. And you know, it's so funny. I was talking to someone the other day and she said, you give away so much wisdom on your podcast. Aren't you ever afraid that you're going to run out of things to say or give too much away? And my genius is not helping teach people these basic concepts. My genius is helping people apply it to their brand and apply their unique differentiated body graph strengths and wisdom to their brand. So if you are interested in diving into Branded by Design 101, that is my signature course for creating a brand. We get into powerful positioning in month one, products and pathways in month two, and selling through your openness in month three. You have the pre-recorded content that you can dive into starting on the 15th, as well as two Q&As per month. So six Q&As total where I'm going to support you live over Zoom. Now is the time. I do not plan on having any live aspects to this in the future. I plan on only having that live access to me through 101 or the masterminds in the future. All right, my friends, if you enjoyed this, please give it a share, give it a tag, and tag me over on Instagram, Ashley Brianna Eve. I always put as much effort into these episodes as I would in a training for someone or for a program. It's really important for me to deliver value. I'm a right angle across the service. It's really important for me to be of service. It makes me feel really good. And this is something I'm passionate about. So if you did enjoy, I just ask that energy exchange being giving it a share with someone, giving me a tag over on Instagram. And together we can help everyone utilize their energy in a way that they're meant to, which to me, that will change the collective. That's going to help push momentum in the direction that's actually going to change this world. I mean, you know, here I am rambling now. I always refer back to a study where monks were meditating in, and I'll see if I can find the article and I'll post it in the show notes as well. We're meditating in a high crime area and just their energy of meditating there shifted the amount of crime in that location. So I really do believe when good people come together, when good people make a lot of money and when good people go out and share their genius in the world and raise their own frequency, that we do make shifts and it does make a difference. I mean, just think about the world right now, 70, 70% of the world are generators and manifesting generators. If we have 70% of the world currently living in a state of frustration, what does that do for the collective? How does that impact the entirety of our world? Yet, if we have 70, 70% of the population living in a state of satisfaction, how does that impact the world? How does that change how the entire world experiences themselves, each other, and their experience here? I really believe good people do good things with more money, and I really believe good people have the power to change this world. All right, my friends, I hope you enjoyed, and I'll see you in the next one. Bye.